Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies and 90s nostalgia. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your host who's a one and done kind of movie viewer whose soul sister is Kimberly the Pink Power Ranger. And today we are giving a second chance to 2017 Saban's Power Rangers. Yes, we are. All right, guys. Before we get into uh, everything, I have to warn you, spoiler, we'll be talking and discussing this movie. So if you haven't seen it uh, and you don't like spoilers, oops. (laughs) All right, you've been warned. Um, So the reason we chose this movie is because Jessica loves the Power Rangers a lot. Um, I do. I grew up with the Power Rangers, too. They were... They're well-liked. I enjoyed them a lot. Uh, they're definitely one of the, like the top probably five shows I watched as a kid. Um, but it doesn't like, remain true and deep in my heart as does like Ninja Turtles does. So this is more so for Jessica. That's correct. You got your Ninja Turtles episode. I got my Power Rangers episode. And everyone wins. And you know what? Uh, this is one of those movies I do think when it came out, there's just a lot of people. It was very mixed reviews. So yes, I wanted to rewatch it and see, you know, did, does it hold up? Is it is it a good Power Rangers reboot, redone movie or whatever? I don't know what you call it. And Joe, we saw this movie together. You know what? In theaters. I'm, I think we did. We did. Well, if you say so. <laughs> I know we did because <laughs> I know we saw it in theaters and I was like, hyped i was so excited when they played the theme song i was like losing it and i just remember you kind of were just like there i, I mean <laughs> you, were, you were you were there there's definitely <laughs> nice vibes watching this i think it was i was like man nice touch oh that's that in this movie or oh i remember that from the show yeah and when they start rocking yeah. the power rangers theme song i was like i was getting into it i was into it fan service that i am here for let me tell you so, yeah, so our first time viewing was together. I was super pumped because, like Joe said, I love the Power Rangers. I loved them as a child. I was obsessed. Um, in fact, I was so obsessed that one year for Halloween, I dressed up as a pink Power Ranger, and it was one of those things where long after Halloween, I wore that suit all the time. Okay. <laughs> all the time. Did you ever wear it to, like, school? No, because I went to Catholic school where we had to wear uniforms. So, mm. I just imagine six-year-old you. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. I need to wear this sister. I'm wearing <laughs> the Power Ranger outfit because I earned it. Um, I didn't do that, but I would introduce myself as Kimberly. Oh, that is weird. As a child. <laughs> I know. It's I never did that. Weird. Hi, guys. I'm Zach. 
<laughs> it was super weird. Yeah, I would like, I don't know if we were out and about or at, at doctor's offices. Like, they'd be like, what's your name? And I'd be like, Kimberly. And then they probably like thought I was insane because they knew my name was not that. Um, we have a Jessica here. Uh, sorry, Kimberly, <laughs> you have to wait your turn. Uh, Jessica, is there a Jessica here? Um, my mom has told me a story before that she took me to the hair salon and apparently I, little Jessica was chatting it up with the hairdressers who were on their break. Poor, and, poor hairdressers. <laughs> and uh, my mom was done and as we were leaving, the hairstylist said, Bye, Kimberly! <laughs> like, I, <laughs> oh my god. I was obsessed. I loved her. I loved Amy Jo Johnson, my girl. Um, so yeah, when, you know, there was talk of a reboot, I was like, hell yeah, let's see what Power Rangers would be like nowadays. Um, and like Joe said, really mixed reviews. I was in the camp that was like, this is fun. I am here for this. Uh, a little too much Krispy Kreme, but I'm into it. Uh, I was definitely, I leaned more towards liking it than disliking it. For sure. It was, it was a fun time. And you know what? I needed to watch it a second time to see if it was still as fun as I thought it was. But before we get into what we thought about our second time, let's do your favorite part of the show and talk about what others thought about their first time. Okay, so normally this is my favorite part of the show, and I'm sure the positive reviews is going to be still a favorite part of the show, but this one, the negative reviews might get to me. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to start off by saying Rotten Tomatoes on the tomato meter, this is 50%. It was right in the middle of everyone oh. liking and not liking it. Audiences leaned more towards liking it with 65%. So let's start off with some positive reviews. Would you like to start? Because um, you love your positives about this movie, especially. Yes, I would love to. I would love to. All right. Mike Sarantino from CNET wrote, The bright moments ultimately win out for Power Rangers. When the movie is fun, it's unapologetically so. Yeah, it's it's got its shining moments. Yeah, and when it's fun, it's really fun. Yeah, but when it's boring, it's very boring. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's true. Grant Watson, a fiction machine. Power Rangers will not set your world on fire, but given its target audience and intent, it is strong example of a film that does everything right and very little wrong. It is fun, enjoyable, and tidy. You know, I agree. I do agree. There, it, it does do very little wrong, but what is wrong is, like, really wrong. <laughs> wrong. So it's, like, that's what, it, that's what the issue is. It's not that it's, like, consistently bad or half bad. It's, like, it's not that bad, but what is bad is, like, yikes, yeah, that's, I don't like that one bit. Very clear and concise, Jessica. Being vague as possible with that <laughs> <laughs> saving it all for our recap that's right gotta keep the people hooked all right victor stiff from goomba stomp what was that name victor stiff, stiff? from stiff that's a fun name victor stiff from victor stiff victor stiff from goomba stomp wow it just gets better it just gets better he said Power Rangers is what happens if the Breakfast Club and Transformers had a baby and then let Pacific Rim raise it. Um, oh, those are three things that this movie does kind of 
you know, reflect, emulate. Yeah. I could see that. that. And, you know, all three are fun movies. It, well, Breakfast Club is, just like, halfway fun. Um, so, you know. I think Breakfast Club was the better out of the three movies you, <laughs> you listed. <laughs> Pacific Rim? Pacific, Pacific Rim slaps. So, Pacific Rim, I have negative reviews about that movie, only because of my experience in a theater. Um, some old man was kicking the back of my seat the entire movie because I had my feet up on the chair in front of me, which had no effect on him, but he was, get those feet down. Whoa. Why are you kicking me? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's really aggressive. And then I got an usher who, you know, at minimum wage doesn't give a shit about this. No. Uh, he's like, sir, can you stop kicking his seat? I wasn't kicking his seat. And luckily my buddy's like, yes, you were. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? You initiated this. There's so many other seats in this movie theater. If they need to sit in front of me, I'll take my feet down. But if no one's in front of me or to the side of those chairs, what do you care, guy behind me? We should do a, a Pacific Rim episode since your first time was so horrendous for you. I... I don't want it to trigger any PTSD. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Now that we've been a little sad, let's, let's just poke the bear even more. <laughs> let's just let's, pile it on. Let's pile it on and go with some negative reviews. Alan Almakar of The MacGuffin. Is name recognition so powerful that we'll embrace anything that reminds us of our childhood? Alan, the answer is yes. Absolutely. You slap on Power Rangers, you slap on Ninja Turtles, you slap on just anything that reminds you of my 90s growing up, I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, we're there. Anything Nickelodeon <laughs> of that era, I'm in there. Avril Halley from Movie Bitches wrote, it needed more fan service. Um, yeah, I'll agree. Give me more. <laughs> sure. I mean, I love the Power Rangers. Sure. I'm into it. Uh, I, um, I think they play with fan service just right. Um, yeah. But we can, we can dive into that. I'd take more. I wouldn't complain. But see, the thing is, like, either there's too much or too little, you know? I think this one, like, hit it really well. But if it went too much, then people would be like, there's too much fan service, you know? So it's like... Julian Little of Adobe.com. Be ready to be intrigued by a bunch of kids, then bored and confused by a conclusion that somehow took two hours to get to. <laughs> yeah, that's very not on wrong. Point. He's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong at all. Oh, man. Ugh. I, I mean, it is a lot of fun, but when we're Power Rangers, let's, let's get to them being Power Rangers. Okay, Matt Brunson from Creative Loafing wrote, well, not quite recommendable it turns out to be surprisingly watchable i mean i would never tell anyone hey have you gone out of your way to watch the 2017 saban's power rangers because you should <laughs> you know what that's true but if someone mentioned like hey i like power rangers oh did you watch that 2017 version i sure did let's talk about it because yeah yeah also can i just sidebar real quick yeah sidebar it up because Right off the bat, I have an issue. Okay. I hate, hate that fucking Saban, the the owner of the Power Rangers, okay. 
had to put his fucking name before Power Rangers in the title. Just to make sure everyone knew it was his. Just so you know, this is mine. This is Saban's Power Rangers. Like, dude, you already have so much money off this property. Don't make it hokey. <laughs> yes, he does. And the toys. Oh, my God. And the toys. Like, the shows. Like, the spin-off. Bro, we get it. You created it. You made money. Okay. So, I have... I saved the best for last. Obviously. Obviously. One of our favorite... <laughs> reviewers that we love to read oh my god is it her it's no minnow oh no minnow this time she's writing for a movie mom good for her no writes this uncomfortable mixture of teen angst sexting disappointing parents and cartoonish violence only comes alive when banks is on screen no 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 what no no, no, no. Rita is like the least interesting thing in this movie she's for some reason. Is she so out of place? Oh my god. No, what movie were you watching? Mel, no, no. No. Mel does not like the teens. She hates them. She hates the sexting and were disappointing they, parents. Did they sext in this movie? Um, no, but Kimberly sent out a nude photo, which I'll get into, because I have thoughts about that. Well, Um, that was her, yeah. Okay. They really did Kimberly dirty in this movie, and I did not appreciate it. Alright, well that's enough negative reviews. Let's talk about our second chance with this movie. Jessica, how did you feel after watching, is this your second time watching it? You know what? It's actually not. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Wow, how many times have you watched it between when we first watched it and now? Just once. Okay. <laughs> but for me, like, that's kind of a big deal. I don't rewatch movies much. I think the wife and I watched it with you in theaters. Yes. And so we haven't watched it since. And we were both like, we're ready. Let's watch it again. It, we, we had a fun time in the theaters watching it. And so, yeah, we were ready for... A second go-around of it. Yeah, that's how I went into it as well. I was like, you know what? Like, I remember having a lot of fun and enjoying this movie, and not everyone did. So, like, I'm going to go into it to have fun, but also be like, why did I like it way more than other people? So I went in with a little more of a critical eye than I did the first two times watching it. I kind of had to put my bias aside a bit, but (laughs) I still enjoyed it. So I just want to start off the bat by saying... I don't like this origin story. I think this origin story is bland. I think this is just like a copy paste of every superhero movie of, we got our powers. We don't know how to use our powers. Some incident happens where, oh no, we finally banded together. And we get them and we get to use them for like 10 minutes and then movie's over. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think like there's certain things I do like about with like within that structure, right. okay. but overall, not a huge fan. Um, I think like the biggest thing is that there's a huge gap between getting our powers and finding out how to properly use them mm-hmm. to fight. Like it's just so much it's time like of them. It's like an hour of them being like, "Are we doing this right? Why can't we morph?" And it's like, "Oh my god!" I like. Get to, get to it. Let's Grow get up. to morphing time. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, I, I agree. I think, 
Like, the origin story could have been way faster. We could have had more action within the origin story as well. Like, yeah, them fighting more fi- monsters. Fighting more monsters, and then that helps them more. For those of you who do not remember, there was also a 90s movie of our Power Rangers. And what I liked about that movie was just, they start off, they're already, they've already been Power Rangers. They already have their suits. Opening shot is them fighting stuff in their suits. Mm-hmm. I like that. Just get to it, guys. Um, yeah. I feel like we need to get to our suits way faster. Yes. Um, absolutely. Yeah. And then, at least in the 90s one, they get a whole new superpowers and suits halfway through the movie. And so that was like the change up that was fun. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I don't necessarily mind for this purposes if we're trying to like get a new new audience along with the built-in audience right. to have an origin story. That's fine, but like it's just too dragged out. I I think they should have very quickly got met, been together, got their powers. I like that it's also like accidental, like they all just so happen to be in this area when Billy uncovers something. Right. But get to that sooner. Get to them discovering their stuff pretty quick. And then the whole issue is that they they haven't figured out how to morph into their suits together. And they keep having to, like, learn how to be a team and camaraderie and I blah, just, blah, blah. I just like, feel that we've gotten that story too many times. Like, we've had a, a big surge of superhero movies. And so mm-hmm. we have a lot of superpower origin stories. And I feel like just it's a lot of copy-paste right now. And the ones that stand out are the ones that don't go by that same element. Like, right. the our Spider-Man Homecoming just skipped it. Just like, we don't need an origin. You know he got bit by a spider. We're not mm-hmm. even going to talk about it. You're, mm-hmm. He's just going to be Spider-Man. Great. Yeah. Give that sure. to me. Yeah. Just have them being their powers. Yeah. If we need to, or if we need to figure out its origin story, we'll go look on the internet, give it a little Google, and just act like we already knew it to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, I've, I've had people like that, like, oh, well, in the comics, they did this. You did not read a fucking comic. <laughs> you have never read a comic. Don't pretend like you know the origin of all these superheroes. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I also think one thing that is very notorious about the, the television series, the 90s original series, is that they have constant villains coming in and out each episode there's a new quirky villain i think they should have like had one of those villains pop in while they're trying to figure out their powers and they like instantly just have to fight someone and then that helps with like the team building and the morphing like they're able to get there much quicker and get some action to the build-up to fight rita and goldar well throw some of those in there i feel like that the, the big issue i think that holds the movie down and would help that problem that you just solved is Rita. Cause like in the show, Rita was like on the moon would get like her, like work her, like her middle minion to like build something out of clay and put it through the machine and it would turn into the monster and she'd send it to earth. They'd find it. They'd grow big. They fight it again. Why didn't we get that? That is what I wanted. This Rita, like she has a full backstory that we don't need she's got a she's got her own origin story i kind of like the because i do like that like we see zordon right at the beginning as a human yeah that was cool we have brian cranston as a zordon so earth earth was like in some sort of battle i think was she like the green ranger she was so she was the green ranger at some point and 
Zordon did something to, like, send her away. And so she's, like, a dead, like, corpse in the middle of the ocean. And it's, like, rebuilding herself throughout the whole movie, which is fucking gross. Um, just have her as a cranny, loony person that finally, like, found Earth again and was, like... Or, yeah. or unsealed, like, the show. Where she, like, gets out yeah. of time traps. Like, ah, I'm free! It's time to conquer Earth! And, yes. like, she should have been stuck in that thing with Goldar, who's, like, half gorilla, half bear. Instead yeah. of, like, this liquid metal thing that just forms so throughout the movie. They, uh, the Goldar of it all in this movie upsets me so much. Okay, so let's get back to Rita real quick, because I have some a little, little more thoughts. Rita's so, a hot mess. Rita is a hot mess. And, like... First of all, right off the bat, what I don't like is that it feels like they're trying to make a Marvel villain type with her. Um, In the show, Rita was like this kooky and campy and silly villain. And that's what I loved about Rita. Yeah, but like this this version of Power Rangers is like mature and gritty. Sure. I think that there was like a, like it was like like a this weird disconnection between what we are trying to make Rita at, in this movie and like what she was. It's like so that's where I get the feeling that like she's not fully fleshed out and they're almost like just trying to shape her into a Marvel villain like a like a female Loki where she's like evil but she's she's got a joke here and there like. I don't, I, I I don't, don't feel know. I mean, I guess casting Elizabeth Banks is like, because she, she's a really fun, playful actress that's always like, oh, she's in it, I'm going to like, I'm going to like this. Always brings like a like, little, little like fun, comedic atmosphere to the whatever she's in. But like they made this character like scary, like it's, she's supposed to be yeah. like some creature from like The Grudge. And I don't think Banks works in this universe of like, it's it's creepy and scary. No. I don't like this. No. I don't either. I think... She's too much sunshine for this. Yeah. She's she's a strange choice for, like, dark Rita, if that's what we're going for. If she was, like, the campy, silly version, I think she'd be great. I remember when it was announced that she was going to be in it, I think we both were like, oh, that's a great choice because it's going to be fun and silly and she's going to have a lot of room to play. But, like, yeah, it was like a horror movie, any Rita scenes... She comes in and bites people and like, ah, and like, yeah, what is happening? Right. Why are we doing this? But like, it never came off as like, ooh, this is a fun, creepy Rita take. Like it was like, if we had the show Rita and that look and made her like kooky and creepy, that could have been fun. But this was like, we're almost a clean slate Rita. I like the choice that she's like the former Green Ranger that was like, Fuck you, Power Rangers. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so, like, they, this movie does a lot of interesting choices with ideas we already have, which I think is the best thing to do when rebooting any of these properties is give us stuff we know, but twist it around in your own way. Um, I guess, but I just don't like the scariness of it because it's a goofy-ass show to begin with. Right. So what are we doing? Right. And I get that they're trying to make a more mature Power Rangers. Okay. But we that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be gritty and scary. Because there just seems to be a big disconnect with Rita in terms of, like, the rest of the movie universe. You know? Like, 
because like the the teens while they're going through some stuff and they're you know they have some dark moments of their own they're also like hey cool we got powers this is fun and then there's this weird juxtaposition of like rita like looking like a corpse it's just strange. I like for me. That's m- where most of my issues in this movie lie is within Rita. I will say though, if you paid attention, she has dope nail work. Like she has like crystals as nails, and as she gets like more human, her nail job just like gets so good. So but that's it. I don't. I don't like nails. <laughs> nails okay. make me so uncomfortable and queasy. Like fingernails. Hear, hearing someone else like clip their nails or scratch. No, stick to my stomach. I won't do it. I'll leave. I'll get the hell out. Oh, see, I love a fake nail and, like, tapping. I love fake nails. I love acrylics. I don't have any on now, but, like, People I with long-ass nails? No, it doesn't. You can't, like, operate anything. How do you type oh, on can. a fucking computer? Oh, no. I can, honey. <laughs> no. Hard, okay, hard but she's got some it. cool nail work, nail yeah. art going on. That's the only good thing I have to say. Also, like, her motivation to me is very murky. I'm like, going to be honest with you. I don't know what she's doing in the movie. <laughs> she comes back, and she wants revenge, but I don't, she's looking for, like, a crystal, but she's... She also wants to take her, over, like, the planet. Yeah, what's her plan? I don't understand what her plan is. It's very All, unclear. It, it's so unclear. All I know is that there's some sort of crystal she wants, and it's under a Krispy Kreme in Angel Grove. Oh, it's a Krispy Kreme it's under. I didn't catch that. Yeah, they didn't make it clear enough. They didn't make okay. that clear. See, here's where we could have had a great fan service moment, okay? Stay with me. Um, in the show, as you know, the Angel Grove Gymnasium <laughs> was the place. The place where all the teens were hanging out, drinking smoothies, and practicing karate. Instead of it being a Krispy Kreme... It would have been such a cool callback if the crystal was under the Angel Grove Gymnasium. It would have been cool, but Angel Grove Gymnasium is not going to pay for product placement. (laughs) All right, yeah, that's true. Krispy Kreme was like, oh, you're making a Power Rangers movie? Would you like this money, please? As long as you say our name at least 40 times, we'll be cool. Um, The one thing that bothers me about this movie is like there's a there's a kid that bullies Billy, and it's not Balkan Skull. It I thought it was. No, I don't. That kid does not have a name. There are two, no, there are two like baddies that I think are supposed to be Balkan Skull, but it's never explicitly said, and they look nothing like the originals. I mean, a lot of the cast doesn't look like the originals, but that's right. what made this a little bit more fun and better. The actor is listed as bully and he's just one of them my bad okay maybe i was just wishful thinking that it was a you were just in your own world yeah just daydreaming what if these characters were already here (laughs) yeah bulk and skull were like iconic bullies of the show if billy's getting bullied have it be by bulk and skull and jason you know steps in and is like don't mess with him that was the vibe of the power rangers was bulk and skull would be assholes and they'd be like knock it and off they would like fall into a pie and right <laughs> laugh at them <laughs> the bullies got their come up and like they do every week <laughs> while we're on the topic of supporting characters from the original tv series that we all know and loved Let's talk about Zordon and Alpha 5. Hell yeah. So, this is where the movie A++. Alpha 5 is a weird, like, computer-generated uh, creature now, which is 
which is fine. Uh, but it's voiced by Bill Hader, which is such a great choice. Bill Hader is Perfect. just always great whenever he does. Uh, go watch Barry, everyone. Barry's great. Um, yeah, he's just funny. He's a funny he's guy. He's just funny. The voice fits. And, yeah. yeah, the look is very different. That's okay. The design, it's not, like, my favorite. But it's also fun to see Alpha 5 have an update. Uh, and, yeah, like, again, and the voice is great. Yeah. yeah, who cares? Who cares? It's Alpha. Cares? We know it's, it's Alpha. alpha 5. Hey, hey, everyone. You know, he's making yeah. all the weird noises. He's fun. Okay, let's talk about Brian Cranston. What? Yes. What a powerful choice. Uh, I do think he's like, oh, it's it's weird because I feel like he's really out of place in this movie, being so high caliber of an actor, but also brings this movie up to like, oh shit, this is a serious ass Power Rangers. You're right. You're right about that. And what's really cool for those of you who might not know, Brian Cranston used to be in the original show. Like he was good friends with the creators and before his career was going anywhere he was like doing like uh just minor roles as like villains I or think, yeah, he voiced voiceovers. a lot of the villains yeah. yeah so it's just really cool to have that full circle moment of he was like kind of in the background of the show and now is like like zordon. Z- like zordon he's, he's zordon. the big floating he's head, the big the head. and i think his head and voice just like works so well for an updated zordon i really did oh it's he just commands the scene as like a just this floating head on this like weird ass com- space computer just like what are these kids doing oh man it's so good it's so good so, and it's such a fun i like the the look and the design of the updated zordon too the way it kind of has this fluid motion to it is really cool i just like that and on that note too i think the updated spaceship for the power rangers is so cool in this movie the fact that it's like underwater and like it's just it's just this super hidden spaceship i wish there was more like color to the the ship alpha's pretty like got a few fun colors and stuff but the ship is just like gray metal right pretty boring yeah um, I love that it's like, yeah, like underwater, under a cave, and you know, they gotta swim to it. Fun location. The set itself is pretty boring. Add, yeah, some, add some fun colors and lights, and you got yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, let's talk about the Rangers. Let's get into the Rangers. Because I know you have a lot to say. Let's start. You know, let's just. Talk about your favorite Kimberly. I know you want to talk about Kimberly. I do. I want to talk about Kimberly. She's my girl. What do you but think about I, I will say in this movie, they did my girl dirty. Did they? What did they do? I think they made Kimberly. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> Elaborate. I will. I will. Because I got thoughts. <laughs> oh, they. Oh, and I. Oh. <laughs> they also. Oh. Okay. So, this version of Kimberly, I overall, I like. Like, I think she's cool. I think uh, Naomi Scott is, like, perfect casting. Uh, I think once she gets, like, the power, she's really dope. But my issue with her is, like, the choices they made for her personal life. So, when we first meet Kimberly, she's in detention. And she's really coy about, like, like, why is she in detention? It's not revealed until later that the reason she was in detention was because she she sent 
nudes of her friend to her boyfriend at the time. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. Again, because I was half paying attention, I was kind of bored in this movie. <laughs> when they sometimes when they're talking about Power Rangers being friends, but when they're going to like, uh, I moved to chat. I was like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So, uh, she, she Kimberly. We we'll have to use names because saying she about a group of girls <laughs> is way too confusing. Okay. Um, Kimberly sends a picture of her BFF nude. Nude. To, to the BFF's boyfriend? No, to Kimberly's boyfriend. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't... Hey, boyfriend, I... here's my friend's tits. Right. <laughs> Hope you enjoy them. <laughs> Wha- well... Really? I don't remember well... Kimberly having a boyfriend in this. Well, she doesn't. Okay, okay. so... After... So this is all before the movie okay. begins, right? Oh, okay. Great that we are talking... <laughs> Great job, movie, talking about things that happened before the events of this movie. So, but at the beginning of the movie, she's in detention. And the reason why she's in detention is because her the boyfriend sent the nude photos of her friend to everybody. And Kimberly gets detention because the boyfriend did that? No, no, no. She punches him in the face in school oh. and knocks his tooth out. That was, like, a big part of it is, like, at least I knocked his tooth out. Yeah. So it's this weird convoluted story of, like, nude photos in which Kimberly is the bad guy in this situation. Kimberly is definitely the bad person in that situation. But they make all of this to be sympathetic towards her. Yeah. But, like, she also at the same time doesn't seem to feel that bad about what she did. It's really strange. Like, if I... Because so the beginning, it, I remember the friend was in the bathroom like you bitch and like pushing her around yeah dude like friend what are you so mad about her for and then and we're supposed to feel bad for kimberly like oh man and then it it's later revealed like halfway through the movie is that she sent the she kimberly sent nudes of that girl out and they got out to the fucking school so like like, we could have just had kimberly just be a badass punching a boy and that would be the reason she's in detention or even better because i get that like in this, like, hey, I'm happy I ain't a teenager nowadays because it seems rough. Being but, a teenager seems awful. Awful. Um, but, like, nude photos <clears throat> is a thing that happens, unfortunately, in high school. It happened at my high school. Nudes were sent out around these popular girls, and they one of them, like, left the school. It was a whole thing. So I get that it's, like, a thing teens go through. So why not have the ex send out nudes of Kimberly and she gets in trouble for punching that ex, and he gets nothing. Because that happens all the time, too. Like, girls are constantly getting in trouble for shit that guys have done to them. And I think that would have made her more badass and more sympathetic than to have her, like, in the middle of this weird nude scandal in which she betrayed her friend. Which, she was a dick to the friend. Does it say why she leaked the nude? No, I think there might have been some weird explanation. Like, I didn't know, I just wanted attention. But, like, not enough for That's me to be, like... That's not a good enough reason. There's never a good enough reason. <laughs> like, to send so, someone else's nude? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. That's weird as hell, girl. And well, so, How did you get a hold so, of your friend's nude? Right, like, what the fuck? Like, it's so strange. And so that puts, like, a really bad taste in my mouth. Because, like, why... 
like again they they make it out to be sympathetic towards her even though she was completely in the wrong and she makes a situation about how her and how hard it is about her friends not forgiving her so it's like i mean this seems like an easy fix of just not having nudes in the story maybe sure. the boyfriend cheated on you and you punched him yeah and then you get sent to detention because you physically assaulted somebody exactly like yeah there would have been a much cleaner way to do this that makes her look even better as opposed to trying to make her look good when she made beyond a huge mistake. Uh, Too much. Yeah. I don't want to talk about teen nudes anymore. No! Why did they do this to us? But outside of that, Kimberly's rad. So it's like, it sucks that they had this weird storyline for her and the rest is awesome because I want to like her. But then it's like, but you made her suck also. My favorite character in this movie is Billy. He's the shining star, truly. Um, he really is. RJ uh, Seiler. I think that's his name. I think that's how you say it. Um, RJ's just fun. He's really fun. We need to have that boy in everything, because he's so fun. So, our our Billy in this movie is on the spectrum, so he's not really, like, getting every human emotion from everybody, but at least the group is including him. He's, like, engaged and, like, I'm learning, I like this, and, like, it's just... So, one of my favorite things in movies is when the characters I love are just characters that are just pure of heart. They just are, like... Doing good for the nature of being good. And that's just Billy all around. Yeah. Like, bad boy Jason, I don't really care about. He's like, yeah, I'm going to steal this cow and race (laughs) the cops. I'm a bad boy. I'm like, dude, you're fucking idiot. And then, (laughs) and then little Billy is like, oh, I can help you, like, disengage this thing so we can hang out. Your ankle so monitor sweet. doesn't need to be on. Beep. You're like, oh, <laughs> you're such a nice guy. And just like, let's he's... go hang out and be friends. Oh, you're such a nice kid. He's so wholesome. And also, like, I I love the idea. I love the choice they made to have him be autistic, but not have that, like, define his character. Yeah. And not have him also be pitied for it either. It was just, like, a really nice portrayal of, like, him just saying, like, I'm on the spectrum. Um, and then it's kind of like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. it's, n- there's never like, oh, poor, poor Billy. Like, he's kind of like the nervous one of like, I've never been used to like athletics. So when he's like using the powers, he's like the last to make like the jump, but he's like really excited for it and trying it out. I just like it all. I do too. I, he brings me a lot of joy. I, I just think he's really fun and wholesome when, and, and ni- just nice. When he talked about like Billy loving like country music. The thought that popped into my head was this kid could play Lil Nas X. He would be like, perfect. He looks, they look really similar. And when he mentioned cowboy stuff, I was like, has no one thought about this idea yet? Because, I mean, I think Lil Nas X would probably play himself in anything. Right. But if we're going to do an, a biography movie on N- Lil Nas X right now, yeah. that kid could do it. RJ oh could do my it. God. He does have little Nas X vibes, and they do look kind of similar. But yeah, I just, I like what they did with Billy. I like, because Billy in the show is like kind of on the back burner. He's often like one of the forgotten ones-ish. Um, and in this, oh, no, no, he's... Billy in the show is what we, like, geeks were like, yeah, that's our guy. 
Okay, see, that wasn't my experience. He's got glasses. <laughs> I, I get that guy. So I like that they kept him as a geek, but like, like a geek nowadays. Yeah. Where it's like, they're fun and they're likable and not just like, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> like, I just like that. Oh, math homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's beyond like, like hey, I, I do some tech stuff. I know how to turn this off so no one can track you. And best friends, please. So one thing I also like about this version of Billy is the nice impact he has on the other characters where his wholesomeness and his kindness and just like genuine heart like has a nice effect on everyone else. And I think that's really sweet and really cool. However, we get a very overly, overly dramatic moment where Billy dies I, when I, that happened, I was like, fuck you, movie. Right. No. Don't do, no. First of all, if we're going to kill a character, I mean, it, I mean, it had to be Billy because he's the heart and soul of the group. Sure, yeah. But, like, don't kill Billy. We love, he's our favorite. Fuck he, we you. We love I'm, him. <laughs> I'm done with this movie. Of course you're going to bring him back. I know he, none of them are going to die. You need right. all five of them for the end of the movie. If it was, like, the last battle, I'd get nervous. But it's not. <laughs> well, it's so strange because like Rita kills him, okay, and then the the gang brings him back to the the spaceship, and they're like, "We got how do we save him?" And um, Zordon's like, "Yeah, he's fucking dead. I don't know what he's to tell you. I don't care. I'm ahead." <laughs> and then somehow like Zordon had the opportunity to humanize himself or something, but he chose to give the humanity to Billy. It was very convoluted. Billy I wasn't paying. I, can tell you, I wasn't paying attention to that point. Get to your fucking suits. I do not care. You are well, an hour and a half into this two-hour movie. Get with the program. Truly. What is going on? So Billy is is resurrected by Zordon, and after that, the team is like, we appreciate each other, and then they can morph into their suits. So okay, no, no, no. No, no, no. Scrap all that. Okay, but going back to the other the other ranges, yeah. um, I we both have stated, you know, Jason, we don't really care about that much. I think the actor who plays him, wonderful. Um, yeah. And this was before he was in Stranger Things. Um, and I He's remember... He's just like the bad boy leader of the group. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Bad boy with a good heart. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's talk about... Let's talk about Zach. Okay, what so What do we think I about am... Zach? I am really disappointed because I really liked Zach and I felt like he really was thrown on the back burner. Like, him and Trini kind of got lost in the mix at times um, because it was Billy, Jason, and Kimberly are, like, the ones we spent a lot of time with. And there was not equal time with everyone. Yeah, Zach and Trini definitely get, like, sidebar to the... yeah. Secondary Rangers. And that's lame because, to me, they have... Like, Zach especially has a really interesting backstory um, and personal life that we explore very little. Uh, By the way, guys, my mom's sick. Oh, wow, we are, like, ten minutes from this movie ending. That's a weird thing to drop on us. (laughs) Right! Um, Also, he, like, lives in the train yard. What do you do? What? Yeah, and, like, he doesn't really... He's, like, supposed to be in school but doesn't really show up. Is but you know his what? Sick, the like, actor is just so charming as like, like the 
like the dumb drunk. Like, whoa, dude. Like, yeah. Whoa. He brings a lot of fun energy to just being like dumb and like into it in a dumb, like he's like, what? I can jump. What? Dude, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I like him a lot. I want more time with him. Trini. Trini. Um, Trini, I, I don't need time with. She's just kind of there. I think we just wrote like, let's just throw a Trini in here. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I also think like, can we cast someone who doesn't look exactly like Kimberly? Because like, they look like they're sisters. They do look very similar. In wide although, shots, I can't tell the two apart. Although I like Becky G, so she plays Trini. I don't know who Becky she, G is. Be- Becky G slaps. She's like an under, underappreciated pop singer, and she's got some real bangers. Maybe it's just because I'm old and I don't get Becky G. I just don't know I guess it. you don't. So, like, um, She's I... also having, like, troubles with her family because she's, like, kind of a lesbian. Yeah. Um, and, but like, that's hardly explored. Like, we see her yeah. family maybe twice and her parents are just, like, dicks. Um, yeah. Which is, you know... That's fine. A that's fun like little ad- that. addition new yeah. thing for, like, a modern Power Rangers. But, like, we don't visit or spend much time with Trini at all. No. Except, like, she's, like, the loner weirdo that is, like... I don't understand why she's at, like, the train yard, like, exploring. And, like, oh, hey, there's that weird girl from class with her backpack. And she's just, like... Meh. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing here? She's not flushed out. And, like, compared to how much time we spend with Jason and Kimberly's whole, like, complex storylines, we could trim that down and give some more time to Zach and Trini because they're see they seem cool like I think Trini could have been really cool if we fleshed her out more I like the idea of her being like kind of like this loner weirdo one thing that I will say generally about this group of Power Rangers that I like is in the 90s show all of them were very squeaky clean like perfect kids like Good students. Oh, sweethearts. You know, oh, yeah, perfect all-American kids. And in this, they all have some sort of problem. They all have some sort of issue. Uh, Some have really, like, awful home lives. Um, uh, So I think that that's cool to make them more, like, complex and realistic. And, like, sometimes making mistakes and, like, sucking. Not at Kimberly's level, though. That was way too much. But, like, so that's why I like certain things that they did with them. Like, having, having Trini, like you know, figuring out her sexuality or having Jason be like a rebel or Billy like be this like awkward sweet kid. Like Zach having to take care of his like dying bedridden mother. Like that's cool. Those are cool things because it's so different from like the original. So I like that. But at the same time, we don't, we give too much time to certain ones and not enough time to the others. I would like it if it was more equal, if it was more ensemble. Yeah. Um, that's just me, though. Rita and Goldar. Uh, we've talked about Rita. Goldar, yeah. like, I... What the fuck? What's going on? Why <laughs> is he just fuck? this melted mess that just gets big? And then, then he, like, put, like, Rita, like, goes into him like she's controlling a Zord. And yeah. Fuck off. Messy. No, Messy. Needs, again, it should be copy the show in a bit where she's creates the monsters or Goldar should be here like Stooge or you know, second in command of like again, that giant gorilla dog wolf thing in you know, a gold armor yeah. with wings is that... one of the coolest looking characters 
that Power Rangers gave us. Seriously, it's an iconic, it's cool, like, it's very memorable. I, I think we should have just kept Goldar like that and maybe, you know, update him a bit, but that look is already so good. Like, leave it. Um, I think, one, he's too big. <laughs> like, the way, the height of this Goldar is ridiculous. She had to, to have picked a lot of gold, and I guess so a lot of gold, gold was underneath Angel Grove. The Krispy Kreme? I don't know. So? Like, the city of Angel Grove goes up to his ankle. Like, that's how fucking enormous he is. We don't need him that big. That's ridiculous. It's not intimidating. He has, like, no discernible look to him. He's just sort of, like, a body form made out of fluid gold. Yeah, So that's, that's lame. Um, he really needs to be, like, that creature with a gold yeah. armor. And the armor can be updated or whatever. Yeah! But, like, that look from the 90s is so good. Just, like... Because then... Our sequel could be Goldar is like, you know what? Since Rita's gone, hi Zed, I'll follow you now. Yeah! I like, it's so weird. He's so wasted in this movie. He pops up, he comes and goes way too fast. It's, I mean, also, it's not really a character because he's got like nothing. It's just an entity that moves wrong. Yeah. So that's a big waste of Goldar because it's not even like a Goldar. It's just, like you said, like it's just this tall being made out of gold. So I have a question for you. Mm hmm. How do the Power Rangers move the Zords? They're all separately in their own compartments. Does one person just like, I'm moving the left leg. My turn to step. I'm throwing a punch. Like, I don't understand how the insides of that thing work at all. You know, and don't then, like, question it. Jason, I think, <laughs> controls, like, the spirit of the whole thing. I, I don't, like... I, since I'm the leader, I can make it do whatever I need to do. I don't under like working that machine would be the worst. Like, yeah. I, at least in like Pacific Rim, they give us an explanation of like two people need to operate it, and this is how they do it using these two things. They have to work together. Mm -hmm. And like, okay, I understand how the Zord works, but our Power Rangers Zord, I have no idea what's going on. Right. Well, in the show, it makes sense because they're all like in the center together. In, in this version, they're all in their own parts, and so, yeah, I don't understand the coordination. At least in the show, they're all together kind of in the center. And yeah, they're all in the same communicate. cockpit, <laughs> but they're just pushing buttons and yeah. whatever. At that yeah. point, I don't care, but right. these guys are all in, like, separate pods doing something. And right. So that, and Since yeah, we added cause... this gritty realism, show us how this works. Right. Let's be realistic here, then, if we're going for that, because, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense logically how that would work. I also think that the the battle in Angel Grove looks cool. Like, there's some really cool sequences in it. No. But I do wish we had more hand-to-hand -hand combat because there's some cool shots of, like, there's one of Jason in particular or the Red Ranger where he's, like, fighting. That's cool. We don't get enough, like, hand-to-hand -hand yeah. combat. Um, also, the battle resolves itself, like, so fast that I don't even know how it ends. It's just, like... They, I think they slap Rita into space. And then yeah, they over. just slap her. <laughs> With all that information, Jessica, did you, did you, would you give this movie, do you think people should give this movie a second chance? Fuck yeah. I still say hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm strongly like, yeah. I'm mad at people that we let this fail. Like 90s kids, come on. We all should have bought a ticket to see it, even if it wasn't perfect, because we could have gotten some dope sequels, a cool franchise out of all this, and we didn't. And so I'm disappointed in my fellow millennials that we let this bomb. Um, 
you know, we said some issues we have with it, but overall, it's super fun. I just think it's a blast. And, um, you know, maybe I'm biased. I don't know. But I loved well, it. Overall, I like it, but I can't willingly give, tell anyone, again, like one of the reviews said, <laughs> I can't recommend this to anyone who wasn't like, go, go Power Rangers <laughs> to begin with. Um, so it's it's tough. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily tell people to give it a second chance. I like that. I gave it a second chance. Uh, I really wish this movie had a sequel to it. Just to get, like, the Green Ranger and Lord Zed in the mix. So, um, I'm mixed with my giving it a second chance. Sorry, everyone. You don't get a solid answer from me. <laughs> I like this movie. It's fun. But at the same time, uh, it was more fun the first time around. And not rewatching it. Because, like... There's moments I really like in this movie, uh, but, like, I just think it's an origin story that just plays out like all the others, and I see that more the second time I'm watching it, and I just want to get to the fun Ranger things. Yeah, I agree with you on that point for sure, um, and, I, yeah, I do wish we could have had more of this universe, because I just think it could have been really cool, and unfortunately, that doesn't seem like that will ever be the case. That bums me out. Um but yeah, I think I'm just gonna go watch the original Power Rangers. I think yeah, I Netflix. think if we're gonna rewatch anything, just watch the '90s. Then I'm sure there's other versions that other people like. Hey, guys, in in the comments, if you like Power Rangers, tell us what your favorite version of Power Rangers is and why it's not Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because that's clearly the best one. What's your <laughs> second favorite? Um, and what other like creatures would you like to see? Like villains they fought that you think should have been in this one. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Second Chance Movies. Uh, as always, a big thank you to BD McBeatface for making our theme song. Uh, you can find links to our social media in the show notes. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, YouTube, if you are listening to this. Um, and we are also wherever you can find your podcast. And... Yeah, let us know what you thought about Saban's Power Rangers. Um, and we'll be back next week with another Second Chance movie. Go, go, Power Rangers! Dun, 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 dun. Second Chance!